and welcome back to another episode of JP and the Beans Talk. Ah, we're here. There's a good energy in the gym. We're back in it. Let's go. There's a good energy. Let's do it. Yeah. Energy. As you can see, more things have been wow. added. Yes, it grows. The fire rises. Eventually, once everything gets hung up, I'll figure out what else I need and mm-hmm. go on an Ikea run. Sure. You know, Ikea is where you get great shelves, mm-hmm. so don't don't go don't go somewhere else. Yes. Go to Ikea. Josh's yeah. wife has already said that she wants to go, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just going to get her to drive. and then Doom. Yeah. Love it. Makes the most Love sense it. to me. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah. How many times have you been to Ikea, out of curiosity? I've only Ish. been, so I've been, so I used to hate Ikea. Okay. Because I went with my parents oh, and my mother. Yep. Nope. And. Nope. Nope. Bro. Nope. The Minotaur roams Ikea, if you were wondering. That thing is, it's a maze. It's a Swedish maze. And it's just, it's horrifying. As a child, it was horrifying. Yeah. But. No, that, that's worst case scenario. You're the child with a parent. Right. Just bad. Right. Just not good. No. Yeah. And then, we Chance and I went together to the Kansas City one when there we you go. first moved in. Because we're okay. like, okay, we need a few things. Okay. Ikea's on the cheaper end. Yep. And it's easier to assemble. Yep. Hence we're and, it's, and it's relatively quality stuff. Like, it's right. not the most high-end, but that's not what you're in the market for anyway. Yeah. No. Hence not, these bookshelves. Yeah. You're, you're not going for the rich mahogany. You're not, you're not trying to live yeah. that anchorman life. No. You're trying to be functional and respectable. Right. right. Yep. I don't need... Freaking Midwest... American. Exactly. That's what you're doing. So. That's great. Yes. One of the things on the list will be an L desk. Mm-hmm. A little bit fancier. Those Swedes know what they're doing, man. They do. Yeah. I'll give them that. Yeah. That's great. That is 100% the one of those experiences that it matters if you're there on your own initiative or not. Right? Because if you're there for somebody else, that's ah, hard to be hard to be you know graciously selfless in that situation and feel good about it right you're probably not feeling good about i go it. in i'm on a mission mm-hmm. i have a list of things already to go we're gonna go look for them we're gonna find them gonna go down to the warehouse yeah it's not browsing time no no i ain't staying no. in there no longer than i need to no well, not I pick up a couple not of browsing bookshelves because i love these right you're there to accomplish a goal not to right not, not to see and sit in everything right yep 100 percent. 100 percent that's great. Have you ever had any of the IKEA food? Yes, I think I have. Have you really? I think so. I don't think I've ever tried I it. I've had the meatballs, but I don't remember. How can you not? Like, if you're gonna have something Swedish, right. have the meatballs. Well, you have to have the meatballs. It's IKEA. That's like the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But, it's true. But I think I, it was also. I can't remember if I. It's been a long time. There's a good chance that I did when I was a kid because I probably didn't shut up about it. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, now I'm getting hungry. So speaking of food. All right. We're transitioning from, we're we're firmly out of the summer season. We're in the fall and getting closer and closer to that time we call winter. What is your favorite winter food? You know, something you wouldn't necessarily have in the summertime. Then I'll go first. This is my question. I've got a great answer. Chili. Okay. Yeah. Chili. Like winter is such a soup stew or chili season it's like that's where it's at like warm bread a thick soup oh i love it i love it and my wife like goes through this just this cycle of different soups like there's a chicken tortilla soup that's very good there's a chili that's very good there's a chicken with wild rice soup that's very good i feel like this year there's gonna 
a fourth one that's going to reveal itself and I it's going to so. be outstanding. I do. I do. You, you I think she's got that one loaded up, ready to go? I just think it's a matter of time. I think we're due. I think we're due for a new one into the rotation. So I think I think it's time. And every so often, like I can get excited about a hearty chicken noodle. Yeah, like, chicken noodles dope. It's it's good as long as it's not just broth with little bits of chicken mixed in. It's oh, got to no, be hearty. You got to have like thick noodles, chunks of carrot, celery, I was chicken. Like, I was like the, the chunky. Yes. Uh, yeah, the chunky brand, right? Right, right? Yeah, it needs to be that chicken dumpling. Hundred percent. There you go. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. That so good. that's. That's one of my favorite things about winter is the is the soups that come out. It's like that is not something I want at all in the summertime. Like someone tries to give me soup in the summertime, it's like this is gross. Get this away from me. But in the winter, it just heats you up, warms you up. It's perfect, perfect winter food. Vibe with that. I can vibe with that. Yeah, yeah. I see. The only thing I can think of is I meals. I go. I go to my grandma. Yes. And then she's already off to a great start. Yes, she makes the best desserts. I love that woman. Yep. Especially yep. when it comes to desserts. Yep. But she'd make like the peanut butter cookies with like the Hershey kiss on the top. Oh boy. Oh, yep. They're so good when mm-hmm. they're fresh. Mm-hmm. And then like, well, pumpkin pie. But like, that's a different you thing. You bet. You that's bet. That's always good. So. There yeah. are, that's true though. There's seasonal desserts that come out. Yeah. Those cookies are, I know what you're describing and they're oh, those, tremendous. Those always the best. Mm-hmm. Always the best. Yep. So yes, those. I'm gonna say those. I've told you before that my dream is to become a mall Santa someday, haven't I? Have I shared this dream with you? <laughs> I don't know. On the, I feel on the like topic I of cookies, this. like on the topic of cookies, I know that someday I'm going to become obese on account of eating too many of my wife's cookies, and I'm planning on doing something very productive with that obesity, and that is to become a mall Santa. I'm gonna let my beard grow out. I'm gonna let the hair grow. And if necessary, I'm going to diet that really white kind of gray because that's what you need to be a successful Santa. I'm going to go be a freaking mall Santa and rake in the bucks. It's going to be great. That's my retirement plan. Mall Santaing. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. yeah okay. I can pull that off. How much money do you think a mall Santa makes? Here's the deal. <laughs> More than you'd think. That's what I think. Really? Yeah. And there's There's got to be fewer and fewer people that are willing to do that, to endure the marathon of... How many kids are sitting on your lap? Yes. Oh, that'd be annoying. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's potential for it. And then, you know... There's potential for it. I feel like it. you almost have to have earplugs ready to go. You just got to zone out. You just got to zone And here's the deal. The bar is already very low. Like, I took my kids to a Santa last year. I was not impressed. I'm like, this guy's a schlub. He's weird. I'm not weird. I can be, I can fake it for a little bit as far as the, hey, the jolliness of the Santa. Might need a stiff drink afterwards, possibly before as well, maybe during. We're getting a little carried away here. But whatever it takes, I can do it and I can give kids a great experience. I will be an outstanding freaking Santa. I'm not just going to be a Santa, I'm going to be a great Santa. What a, so he was such a weird Santa. Oh, he like, was, like he, he was like he weird. enjoyed it too much. He would. He, he just wasn't like the persona that you need to be as a Santa. He wasn't jolly. Like he was questioning whether or not my child had been a good kid during the year. He's like, he, he asked me, like, have you been good? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, are you sure? It's like, time out. Time out. You're not a judge. You're Santa. Like there should be affirmation. Yes, Santa, I've been good. Well, that's great. What would you like for Christmas? Like that's, it's very easy. And this guy's like, I'm going to play mind games with this kid. Are you sure you've been good? Well, what if I asked your mom? It's like, pfft. Are you Santa? Hey, guy. Are you Santa or are you Jesus? Calm right, down. right. Even Jesus, like Jesus would be better than this guy. Right. Yeah. Jesus says, let the little children come to me and here's this Santa. 
like being an absolute freaking Pharisee. Awful. Awful. It was garbage. And so anyway, so there's that. I know I can top that. I think it was like two or three years ago, I was at a hotel and eating the continental breakfast provided by the hotel, right? Those. Yeah, this best and part. this is in December, middle of December, and all of a sudden in walks in freaking Santa himself. He's not dressed as Santa, but this dude's beard and hair were on point. And yeah. he legitimately, like I asked him, like, you, you have to be a Santa in a mall, right? And he's like, 100%. He's like, do you love it? He said he did. I'm like, this is my guy right here. This is my inspiration. He looked magnificent, magnificent. I'm like, I'm going to look like that someday. And it's going to be cookies that get me there. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Um, we all have our dreams. Yep. That's, that's mine. I'm rooting for it. That's, that's where for I'm you. going. Yep. Right now, you know, I'm in my mid-30s. My trajectory, when we hit that, that 60s range, that's where we're leaning into. Okay. Santa. You got time. You bet. I got time. I got plenty of time. So I'll, I'll stay as felt as possible for now. But I, I know at some point it's over. But when it's over, it's going to be glorious. Yeah, I just want to be like ripped like J.K. Simmons. Ooh. For that, we'll, you know what? That's that's a really you know that's an alternative take, <laughs> but it's a good choice. It's a good choice. I'd love to just be average until sixty five and jack, and then just really get carried away. Oh, my, my, yeah, dude. Because if Absolutely. I hit sixty five, steroids. Yes, matter. Yes. It's not gonna matter. No, at that point, come on, use whatever juice you need. I've already got dementia. Mm-hmm. It's yep. You're already on your way out. Lean into it. Yeah, I love it. That's outstanding. That's really great. Okay, that's a fun that's a fun topic. We're getting into winter foods, Santas, steroids, really all those things go together. It's true. Yeah, 100%. Well, let's talk, you know, we've got some great topics for today. We do. We're going to do a little Marvel news recap because there there is news to touch on, so we'll hit on that. Right. We'll do our classic, hey, awesome thing from a previous movie and dumb thing from a previous movie. Spoiler, it's going to be from the same movie this time. So, wow, good on us. Um, Black Adam's coming out real soon. I know. We got so a DC movie to talk about. We've been patient, and it is time to make our predictions for that movie. Who's going to live? Who's going to die? And other things that we think may happen. Um, and then another classic JP and the Beans top five. Top five? Top five. So a lot of great topics to hit on. Let's just take it from the top. Marvel news. Now, on the surface, this news could be interpreted as... A trip to Negative Town, but I don't think it has to be that. Marvel is delaying the release dates for multiple upcoming projects. Um, Blade is on that list. Blade has been like shut down, shut down. They're yep. going to go look for a new director. Yep, they're pressing a full pause on pre-production, but they also have just delayed the release date. They haven't like pulled it out of you know out of the rotation entirely. And then, you know, I'm just going to pull this up because I want to get the exact the exact dates down here. Right. Because there's some there's some changes that are more more significant. Deadpool got pushed back to September. Than others. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Secret Wars, I know, got pushed back because that's, that's the end. <laughs> right. Of the phase, or of the saga. Right. Okay, here we go. Blade has been moved from November 3rd of 2023 so just one of those like kind of on the horizons, right? It's a year, right. year out. And you're like, I can just see it coming. Uh, September 6th, 2024. Okay, well, now you can't see it. Horizon's gone. And I won't be surprised if that moves again, considering where they're at with their production. So not officially out, but certainly we way down the road. Okay, 
Deadpool 3, originally slated for September 6th of 2024. Okay, now November of the same year, 2024. So not a huge impact there. No, okay, that's not bad. we can, yep, not, I can live with that. not devastating. That's around my birthday. Ooh, good for you. Happy early birthday. That comes out on my birthday. Okay, that's I great. I cry. Like, that's meant to be. That, you know what, will happy tears or great tears. We'll take them. The Fantastic Four movie has gone from November 8th. Okay, so that's where Deadpool 3 is now slotted. That's getting pushed to February 14th of 2025, so really way down the road. Um, there's another untitled Marvel project that had that February 14th. That's actually Valentine's Day. I just realized that. That's usually how it goes for me every year. It's like, oh, oh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, whoops. So... Good to know things. Good to know things won't change in 2025. Uh, All the way to November 7th of 2025, which means that Secret Wars, which was slated for November 7th, 2025, has now been bumped to May 1st of 2026, and that means an untitled Marvel film that was in that May 1st slot has just been removed. So we really don't know what was lost there. So. In other words, Blade gets pushed back, and think of it like a batting order, right? Blade gets taken from the leadoff spot to the two spot. Therefore, Deadpool gets moved to the three spot, so on yeah, and so yeah. forth. Um, okay. Overall impressions of those changes. Good. I'm okay with it if the quality increases. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to take their time, they're going to be like, okay, look. She-Hulk was rough. The CGI stuff, smooth. Yeah. They look like poo-poo. Mm-hmm. Like, we got the Muppets out there, and it ain't doing good. So Hey, you, you speak well of the Muppets. Hey, the Muppets are fine, but I don't want my superheroes to look like Muppets. That's a, actually a great idea. We need the Muppets in the MCU. That'd be fantastic. Okay, this is not the tangent that I thought <laughs> was going to happen. Can you imagine? <laughs> Miss Piggy? Kermit? Frickin' Gonzo in the MCU as the Muppets. No CG, just as the actual Muppets. The two curmudgeons cackling from their catbird seats. All right, that's that's all the further I'm going to go, but I'm in for that. If they bring the Muppets, I, I'm in. You bet. Okay, okay anyway. This is not what anyway. I thought. Okay. To your point, uh, CG, not great in She-Hulk. No, so, so we're saying, hey, overall, this can be a positive thing. Right. right? So hopefully they take their time. Yep. They've learned their lessons. The quality ups. And I've heard rumors that Spider-Man 4 is going to be in that slate mm, somewhere between sure. 2023 and 2024. Sure, they're trying to get that in there. Um, so, and mm. the rumors I've heard for that are fantastic. Okay. So, okay. so there's some hope. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think overall, what we have experienced in this last year and some change is an absolute like bath of content, right? Not a, not a slow drip, but just a deluge of overall amount and i would say the results have been uh mixed some positive but overall it has not been the resounding success that previous phases have been and something that my good buddy eric weekly or regular shout out to you biggie pointed out to me and and this is valid he said you know jordan for so long, these movies and shows have been directed or geared towards guys like us, right? right? He said, so really, it's it's okay that they're gearing some of these projects towards 
not us. Like in other words, we're not the target audience. I said, that's a good point. That's fair. And I think that is part of where I need to adjust in some of my expectations of Ms. Marvel, right? I haven't watched it. I could watch it, but I know I'm not the target audience for that. And so I never even really wanted to watch it. And I think that's okay. I probably should have done the same thing with She-Hulk after I realized I am not the target audience for this. Now, I thought I was because they were giving us that Daredevil tease. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. So where I'm going with this is if the quantity is going to be that substantial, I think it's going to make sense to be a little more selective with what you actually take the time to watch and absorb, right? Because some of it, it's, it's like comics. Like there's so many comics out there. I, I have not read anywhere close to all the comics for all the characters. Like there are certain characters that I go, these are the characters I'm interested in. I'm going to focus on them. Right. I'm not trying to read all of the, you know, the DC library for every comic. Like Blue Beetle, okay? Sure, he's a cool character. I'm never going to buy a Blue Beetle comic. Dude, Jaime's sweet. Or Ted Court. Right, right. Go good with. character, good character. But that's just not where I'm going to put my time and invest my energy. So Green Lantern, you bet. I'm in on that. So just an adjustment, that's fine. But to bring it back to this topic, totally agree. If they need to take some time to nail, in particular, the story. Like the story, as much as anything, has struggled. Going back to Hawkeye, like that was a show that was supposed to appeal to me. Right. And that story was half-baked at best. So <laughs> it, yeah, there's there's just some inconsistency in the quality of the storytelling that I think they can get back. I think this can be looked at as some growing pains, as some learning opportunities, but I hope, I hope they figure it out. And I'm choosing to be positive about this. Blade getting delayed overall, for me, that's a bummer, particularly with as significant as a delay as it is for Blade, that they're resetting the perhaps the direction of the movie. That's a bit concerning because I've been very excited for that movie. And we even had Blade tease to us at the end of Eternals when Maersha Ali speaks up for your boy. Not Jon Snow, but what was his character's name in that movie? Thank you. Black Knight. Dane Whitman. Okay. Knew I could count on you for that. So I feel a little cheated that we got that tease uh, so long ago. And we'll have to wait that much longer to get the fulfillment of that tease. But... Good opportunity for me to practice they impatience, didn't show I guess. His face for that tease either. Nope. Nope. This just the voice. voice. Which is not a bad way to do it. No. Not a bad way to do it at all. Have you before we divert, yep. have you seen the Werewolf by Night special yet? No. I think I might watch that. Okay. I've heard that's fantastic. Really? I've I've heard oh, that's wow. the best thing to come out of phase four from some people. Oh. So I might I might give I I am not a big horror guy. So it's not hate being scared. Be... Hate being scared. Hate horror movies. Just hate being right. scared. I don't think this is going to be scary, scary. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. You have to let me know what you think. If I do, then I'm just going to turn it off. I just won't You're very noncommittal, and that's yeah. okay. So if it doesn't get brought up next week, or next two weeks, <laughs> I didn't watch it. That's great. So. All right. Anything else we want to hit on on the Marvel news? No, nah, that's with it. With their delays. Sweet. Take, take your time. Give me a Spider-Man 4. That's what I want. Somewhere in there. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, a lot of good things on the horizon. We'll just have to practice a little patience, which, in theory, we can do. That's fine. I just remembered what else we said we were going to talk about. Oh, hit me. Penguin. 
Oh my gosh, you're right. We forgot about you're that. You're right. You're right. Okay, we can throw that let's in there. do it. No, let's talk about that right now. Okay. The Penguin show for HBO Max is still plugging right along in product in production, and the nugget of news that we got within the last week was that the show begins right where the Batman ended. Gotham City, still underwater. Like Colin Farrell, who played the Penguin magnificently in the Batman, said that the opening scene is what we saw in the Batman where he's walking through Falcone's building in the water looking out on Gotham. So I'm very excited for that. Like there's not going to be a gap in the story right. that we get to pick up right there because the the Batman where you get to see the Penguin's character looking out over Gotham, it just reeks of potential, right? Because Falcone's toast. And so you know, hey, this is a heck of an opportunity for the Penguin to step in and take over. And so very exciting, very exciting that that is freshly where we're going to pick up. I think that's outstanding. Do we have a release date for that yet? Um, let me check the interwebs. I feel like that's been a moving target as well, Riley. Because I was going to say, have they announced any of, like any any other people that are going to be in it, character-wise? We've had very, very little. Because I know Catwoman kind of scooted out, and if they bring Robert Pattinson back in for that, that would be kind of crazy. So, Yeah, I could see him cameoing a little right. bit. Yeah, I, I, the original anticipated release was sometime relatively early in 2023, but yeah, I think that's think that's pushed. been changed to hey, now we're starting production in 2023. Rough. Okay, which again, take your time. Right, like right. we're not in a hurry. We don't even have a Batman sequel that is. We know it's coming eventually, but I'm not gonna say I think they're working on it. Yeah, which is good. Yep, that needs to be worked on because that's a f- fantastic movie. Correct. Correct. But it's a great song. Great song. It fit really well. (laughs) Yeah. So what would what would you like to see? Like, there's still so much time between now and then. We'll get some teases. We'll get some some more intel. But knowing what we know right now, what is it that you're hoping to see? Just overall. I think what makes the most sense is we have a straight up gang war. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is going to be. This is going to be everybody going for the Roses territory mm-hmm. um, to be the next kingpin of Gotham, essentially. Um, so I would like to see that level of Batman villain. Yep. I think the perfect antagonist to the Penguin for this would be Black Mask. I think that'd be sick. Nice. Okay. Um, I haven't really thought of two other like many gangsters. I know there's a lot of C-listers probably that would fit right. under there. But other than that, I'd kind of like to see, like, some... I think it'd be cool to see some other Batman villains, like, be introduced. Some with maybe, like, some slight powers. So, for me, like... So, Kite Man. Kite Man would be awesome (laughs) as an assassin. Honestly, Victor Zaz would be really cool to bring in here. Right. Just, and then really go into the scarring himself after a kill. Um, I think... These ones might be a little out there, but I think Clayface would be really cool. Mm. I will. I will always vouch for Clayface. I think he yep. would really fit into this. Just being like, well, you can send him in as a as a as a secret as a double agent. You can send yeah. him. I mean, yeah. he can be your bruiser. Right. Like you got multiple roles for him. I think 
Poison Ivy could fit really well in here. Yep. As just, again, like that spy-esque personality. Yep. So that's kind of where I'm at. I, I want to see a little bit of like some pow- super-powered individuals. Nothing. It doesn't have to be any of the over-the-top ones. Yep. Like I don't want to see Mr. Freeze in this. I want Mr. Freeze in his, like, to be a main factor sure. when he's in it. So, sure. But like seeing these gangsters pay some stronger people than them some mm, good money to mm-hmm. go to war for them right. I think would incorporate be incorporate some of the the super powered individuals right i think that'd be yeah. fascinating so yeah. that's where i'm at i want to see like i want to see a full on gang war fight for gotham yep gotham's underground so yeah i i love all of what you're saying i don't want to see any of the batman in this show no we don't need it aside from just brief glimpses and references and I'm thinking very specifically of the Gotham Central um, comic book storyline, which is such a good read. And that's not necessarily going to be where this show is going. This show seems to be wanting to focus on the villains, which is great. Like Gang War, yes. But I think a additional or secondary focus of the show should be on the Gotham police force and how they are trying everything they can do to take the take the criminal element of Gotham City down, but they just can't do it. And so in other words, it's kind of creating and showing this need for the Batman. Right. Like the police force wants to be able to do it, but they just can't. They need the Batman. And I think it'd be awesome to see the criminal element infiltrate the police force. I mean, that's really, that's already been done, right? The Batman set that up in the movie where right. there's very clearly corruption within the police force so i think seeing that dynamic would be a great link between the criminal element the police officers that are loyal to jim gordon that are trying to do the right thing in the right way and to have that overlap where you have the and honestly it'd be cool too to kind of turn it the other way around and have a officer right be undercover trying to get into the penguins like inner circle Right, a little bit of that going on because we're we're so used to seeing the the police officer that's the spy or the insider for the mob or the bad guys. It'd be cool to see that, but also the other way around. I think would be a really unique tension. So I'm very excited for it. Like this is one that I'm actually having probably the hardest time being patient for because I think it is so rich with potential. So, but again patience hey if it ends up being high quality all right we'll wait just makes me want to go back and rewatch the car chasing with the penguin so good it's so good i I hope uh i hope we get to see him be be more of an enforcer in this one too you bet let him let him be a little violent let him cut loose yeah yeah Yeah. 100 percent. 100 percent. hey that's great good good recall on your part i knew there was something that i was not remembering couldn't on our i list. can't believe i pulled that out of my my tokus. dude you you did it and absolute gold full that's great pull. full full took his pull okay um we need to get into some black adam talk but before we go there right before we go there per usual we want to reference hey this was an awesome thing from a previous movie just because we like delving into the good memories and for the awesome thing from a previous movie on this particular pod I want to talk about how great it was when Wonder Woman showed up in Batman versus Superman. That was an awesome appearance, awesome scene. Now, 
The movie itself, trash. Not great. Now, I have to be. I have to be really transparent. I also don't mind that movie. Like I told you this before we started recording. Right. I can watch it and enjoy it. Like I'm not bothered by it. At the same time, I understand that most people are. <laughs> like they watch it like this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Fair enough. Never I'm again. not I'm not trying to champion that movie or hold the flag for it going, "Hey, come on, it's misunderstood." No, I, it's it's very flawed. Very flawed. Somehow I've got a blind spot that allows me to uh to not be too bothered by it. And in particular, I, I, I think even for someone that watched the movie and said, hey, this movie wasn't great, that reveal when she drops in, saves Batman's life, and that musical score that immediately accompanies her appearance, Hans Zimmer did it again. Like, he absolutely crushed it. Such a unique sound track to go along with her character. Just outstanding. And she's immediately, immediately badass. Like, she stops the Doomsday Blast, knocks Doomsday back, is striking some great blows, like, is clearly extraordinarily powerful. I loved that. I thought that was great. I'll be honest. I, besides hating this movie, I, (laughs) I, uh, I never in my entire life gave one single shit about Wonder Woman. Uh I watched her on the Justice League show. I was like, eh. Yep. I was like, maybe Batman can get it. Let's go. And then that was it. That was it. That's the only thing I cared about at that time. And then I will say, Gal Gadot, man, she mm-hmm. she made me want to like be like, okay, Wonder Woman's not bad. Right? So like yeah. Her appearance in that movie makes watching the Wonder Woman solo movie appealing all right. of a sudden. It's like I'll, I'll watch that character. I thought it was I thought she was going to get more screen time, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just it just felt just because of the way this movie worked. Yep. It was an yep. odd like, like it was a great timing for her character to be like, "Hey, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Don't worry." But right. like at the same time, right. I was like, "Oh, it's like you put Wonder Woman in this movie? What?" Yeah, from a at from the a end. Stor- yeah, from a storytelling <laughs> perspective, it, it's one of the flaws of the movie. It's like, do we have to wait till the very end? No. Shouldn't have. No, shouldn't have. It'd been cool shouldn't to see have. her mitigate the whole thing, but yeah, yeah, but neither neither here nor there. It's still an awesome part of that of that movie. It's a great scene when she arrives and she uh, she more than holds her own. She's outstanding. So right. flexed big time. Okay, hey, let's talk about a dumb thing from a previous movie, and let's stick with that movie, Batman versus Superman. Now there is, as you mentioned. A lot of options in this category oh gosh, so from this many. movie. So maybe we'll revisit it right. down the road. But at least for this pod, we'll, we'll keep it to, to one little we'll, nugget. We'll stick to the most obvious one yep. in the entire movie, yep. which just made everybody be like, oh, we're on the same team now. And that was the <laughs> sharing of their mother's name. Mm-hmm. Superman's laying. Just do me a favor. Just save Martha. Re- yep. Just what re- did you about, say? about to get speared by Batman. Like, save Martha. And it, Batman is immediately triggered. Say that again. What's her name? Martha? <sighs> All right, we're good. Wait, what's your dad's name? <laughs> Tom? Or John? Oh, no, wrong choice. <laughs> Just kill. Like, literally. They, it's so thin. It's so thin. Paper thin. Here's what bothered me about that is, like, the whole setup 
for Batman and Superman to fight each other was thin, right? Right. Like, why why is Batman trying to kill Superman? It's such a weak and, frankly, illogical premise. Like, he's having that conversation with Alfred. He's like, Alfred, if there's even a 1% chance that he's our enemy, we have to take that as an absolute certainty. That That is so off-brand for Batman. Now, to be suspicious, to be prepared for every eventuality, yes. But to go to the nuclear option right out of the gate, hey, this guy could be a bad guy, therefore he is, therefore I'm going to kill him? Woo. Woo. Swing and a miss. And then and then Superman is goaded into attacking Batman, like kind of blackmailed by Lex Luthor. Well, he shows up. All they have to do is have a conversation. Right. All Superman has to do is say, hey, so Lex Luthor's got my mom. He wants me to fight you. I'm really not interested. How about you and I just tag team and go take down Lex Luthor? <laughs> That's all that has to happen. Right. That's, there's just a conversation. <laughs> but instead, Superman flies in makes a weak effort at initiating the conversation and then Batman's like YOLO we're on and just opens up with machine guns can you imagine okay. Batman drops in and goes YOLO and it just- would have been on brand for that scene which is not a compliment and, you know and I think it would have been better if they would have actually fleshed out why Batman was at his extremes yeah like, I get like okay you show the Robin suit get destroyed by the Joker but at the same time it's like show that yeah, the, maybe, maybe it, show that the beginning of the movie, it gets close, where it's showing the Man of Steel battle with Zod from Batman's point right. of view with the carnage. Like that's an effective scene, but it's not enough for Batman to kill Superman. No, that's that's not worthwhile. Should it sow seeds of distrust? Absolutely. There's some really good natural tension there that's great but again to go to the nuclear option this guy's gotta die wow and even wow you know and i get like robin died too but it would it would also made sense if instead of the joker killing robin if it would been like a super powered individual that killed robin you could have picked anybody really but like that would have made sense too because he's like okay an alien killed my kid, essentially. So yeah. screw all of the aliens. Let's right. get rid of all of them. Right. That would have made sense. And so then it gets to that Martha, and it's just the, it's just the culminate. Like it's trying to be the culmination of all this buildup, and yet us as the audience is going the the buildup. No, doesn't work. I literally was. Walking and so and that's the that's supposed to be the walk off. Oh, he said Martha, and it's supposed to be this really emotional. Oh my goodness, he's human. Right, and instead it's a <sighs> woof. It's a bummer. You know it's bad when it's a bummer when now DC makes fun of that. Mm-hmm. You know that's bad. Yeah, it it was tough. It was tough, but again, also a bummer because it preceded what ended up being a really sweet Batman scene, like where he's taken down all the hoodlums. Yeah, that's a great scene. That isn't bad. That's better. It, it's, it's a great Batman scene. But when it's the, you know, the lettuce in a turd sandwich, it's, it's not enough to change the turd sandwich. I mean, and the bat armor was cool. Yeah. But yeah. And I, I hated the voice modulator, too. Grish. That was so bad. Yeah. We could, we, could, we could go on for days. So there you go. Same movie. Um, and, and again, like, I'm acknowledging all these weaknesses. I would still watch it again and go, huh, I enjoyed it. Didn't love it. Not, again, not championing it. But I, 
I don't watch that movie and and cringe. And I don't know. I can't fully explain why. Well, you put a six pack of beer in me. We'll talk. Done. Done. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it. Great. There's my boundary. Love it. All right. Hey, very DC heavy this week, which is great. Let's hit on Black Adam. It's coming out within days, within mere days. We're coming in hot on that October 21st release date. Looking forward to that. It's time for us to make our predictions, Riles. Who lives? Who dies? What will we see or not see? Um, So the roster, all right, the roster at least that we're aware of, of course. You, of course, have Black Adam, and we're expecting that he's going to live because he no duh right Hawkman Dr. Fate Adam Smasher and Cyclone so some Justice Society members um, I think there's a few candidates in here for uh, not being in the sequel shall we say right. so let's start with the living in the, in the dying alright who do you got let's start with Hawkman is he going to live or is he bye bye live I think he's going to become a fan favorite Okay. I'm going to say this. Hawkman looks dope. He does look fantastic. So I was, I was a little, He's got the mace. I was a little on edge mace. about Hawkman mm-hmm. at first. So I'm like, and I saw this, this the accurate suit. I'm like, okay, this could work. Mm-hmm. And then that second trailer, I think, is what really did it for me. Right. Where he's like right. throwing down. And look, Carter Hall is supposed to be a badass. Like he's Correct. supposed to be able to handle his own. Correct. So I am. Super stoked. You're the here for weapon it. looks sick. Oh. I love the mace more than anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm all in. I think he lives. And I think I think bring him back for the next Justice League. And Let's listen, do it. The, the mace, what a great weapon. We rarely see heroes wielding maces. Like there are swords aplenty, but a mace? It looks like it can change. Was it changing to different weapons mm-hmm. in that trailer? I can't remember. Okay, yep, yep. Yep, you're testing like my a, recall there. I'm not going to be able to come through for you. I know it's a weird material. Of, sure, sure. The little nth metal. Yes. Yeah. So, but I'm, that's what Okay, I like what you're saying with Hawkman living. I, I'm i going to go not a different direction, but part of the Hawkman mythos is he dies and then is reincarnated, right? Or regenerated. Right. So I think that's going to happen. See. I think he's going to die with heavy air quotes and come right back. See. I thought about that. Yep. But like, I can also Hawk Girl's not in this. As far as we know. As far as we know. As far as we know. So for me, I feel like that's part of his backstory. He's finding the woman he loves. Yep. 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 yep so yep. it would be now it would be tale of this time. Hawkman finds Hawk Girl, right. and then they die. They build nest and die. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> but like, I think it'd be hilarious if he met her and then died. Ouch. Cold. Like, if he's going to die, do it that way. <laughs> Fair. Fair. All right. So, overall, we think Hawkman probably going to make it. I think probably, so. He's pulling through. Okay. Dr. Fate. This breaks my heart. Yeah. Because I think... You're right. No, I, I know where you're going. I and you're think, right. Dude. A, he's going to be the best character in this entire movie. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You're hyped hands up down. for it. Oh. You're in on Pierce. Down. He will be number one. Hawkman will be number two. Okay. Now... I think he's gonna die. Yeah, and I don't want him to die because yep. I think yep. he's gonna be awesome. Yep. But it gives you the opportunity to be like, okay, you saw Pierce Brosnan. We're gonna hand off the helmet of Doctor Fate to one of the other five mm-hmm. wielders of the, the helmet of Fate. Mm-hmm. So I just, yep. It's a bummer because I love Pierce Brosnan in mm-hmm. this role. He's gonna be so good. Right. 
that that is the tricky part. Like that's that's always always a sign when the character is essentially made to die. It's like, wait, you're you have these abilities because of that thing. In this case, the helmet of fate. But it's just a matter of time before you die, and right, someone right. else takes it up. Yeah, you're you're OP. Yeah, so totally agree. He's gonna go. I think a lot of it has to do with what appears to be Doctor Fate uh, being cast in the the mentor right. role, right? The the leadership role, not just for the Justice Society characters, but also for Black Adam. It, it just feels like there's a sacrifice coming where Doctor right. Fate goes, and then creates a void that is filled by Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wow, we're on the same page so far. Sorry, Pierce. We're going to enjoy you, though, while you're there, bud. I hope you make it. I really do. Yep. Okay, Adam Smasher. I mean... Cool name, by the way. Like, that's a pretty sweet name. Like, instead of Giant Man, something really accurate but generic, Adam Smasher. Great. I don't know. See, this one in Cyclone, they're they're a toss-up, to be honest. Sure, let's just pair them together. Adam Smasher and Cyclone. One of them will die. You think so? Yeah. Or I can see them both living. I think they're both going to live. I think so, too. Yeah. And then they're just going to be a part of the Justice Society still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think but. either one of them is going to die. I think they're both going to live. I think Dr. Fate's the one that goes. Now, out of the two, Adam Smasher and Cyclone, Adam Smasher is more likely to go. Oh, see, I think Cyclone would be more likely. Ooh, okay, okay. That's fair. Although, from I think perspective, it's perspective, be... she is the only girl on the team. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, I don't think she dies. Yeah, I think they keep her alive. I don't know anything about Cyclone. All I know about Adam Smasher is what we saw in the trailer, which is, oh, look at that, he grows. Okay. Cool. (laughs) That's where I'm at. Good for you, bud. I just, yeah. I think, I think I remember Adam Smasher in, was he in Blackest Night? And was it his dad that was dead? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah, he was in there briefly. And then I think he got a hole punched through his chest. Probably. I think he died. A lot of people did. (laughs) Hawkman got stabbed through the chest in that one. Dude, Hawkman... Hawkman went down hard. Dude, Hawkman and Hawkgirl's death in that story is... It's quite violent. Both brutal. Because yeah. it was... Uh, yep. It was an elongated man, wasn't it? And his wife? Yep. Yep. It was, it was quite tough. Yep. It was... Yeah, that one was bad. Yep. Yep. They I, died quite hard. I love how elongated man's wife was like a key factor as a zombie. Yeah, pretty, pretty weird that you get... Powered up as a zombie, but whatever. Here's a question on the who lives and who dies. Approximately how many people do you think Black Adam kills in this movie? A lot. Yep. I think he goes on a rampage, which mm-hmm. is dope. At the very all least, a baker's dozen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think they're all. I think a lot of people are gonna die. Yeah. And I don't think it's. I don't think he's gonna really care what side they're on either. No. No. Now, the here's what I'll say with this movie. I, I have not. At any point, would I say become exceptionally excited for it? But I have not been. Uh, what I want to say, I've not been skeptical, right? Either. I think it has a pretty safe floor. Like when you get Dwayne Johnson, you know you're going to get something that's at least entertaining, right? Whether or not the story is going to be outstanding. Oh. I'm not holding out expectations, like high expectations for that. But I am holding hope that the action is going to be worthwhile. It's just coming in at a shade over two hours. So nothing exceptionally long, but not too brief. It's in a pretty safe spot (coughs) with that two hour and four minute mark. I would love for this to be a pleasant surprise where it exceeds expectations. Got opportunities to do that. 
can it come through? I think he has a chance. Honestly, what scares me the most is The Rock, which sounds kind of weird. It's just it's just one of those roles where, look, The Rock is really good at being The Rock mm-hmm. in different movies. Jumanji, mm-hmm. fantastic. He was good in it. Very true. Right. Like, Very true. But that was like, he didn't have to go yeah. too far out. Like, he, he got to be the big guy. Right? Yep. And there's some other movies, like, on that level where it's like, okay, this is... This is what we need The Rock to do. So to have him be like... That's true. He can't just show up and be The Rock. Right. Yeah, there's something different that has to be demonstrated here. Black Adam's a badass. Mm-hmm. And so is The Rock. Don't get me wrong. The yeah. Rock is a badass in his own but he's, right. But he's bad. This is... Like he's, not a, he's not a good guy. Right. This is, a, this is like a, a serious take. Like, I don't, I don't want like jokes or anything really. Like, I don't, and mm-hmm. I do want an accent really, really bad. I don't think we're gonna get it. No, probably not. No. But like, I don't know. I just don't want him to. I don't want to watch that movie and feel like I'm watching The Rock. Sure. Fly around. No, that's. I, I think that's a good observation. I, I can resonate with that. Do you think? My, my suspicion with the way the movie has been marketed, and I, I don't mind this at all. The trailers, the TV spots that start to get you know sprinkled in as we get within a week, two weeks of the release date, have really centered around the same core footage, which is great. They're not showing too much. I think part of the reason for that is there is at least a, if not more than a character reveal coming that hasn't been explicitly stated yet. For example, Superman, because part of the, part of the marketing for this movie for the black Adam character in particular is, Hey, the hierarchy of the power structure in the DCU is about to change. Okay, so in other words, they're trying to set Black Adam up as the most powerful character that we have seen so far out of the DC movies. So I feel like we're getting we're getting teased. Something's somebody is going to show up. Some character is going to show up that hasn't even been hinted at in the trailers. And to me, most likely candidate is Superman. I think if Superman shows up, it will be a cameo at the end. Yeah, I don't think he'll show up in anything more than that. Honestly, I would like to see a cameo from Shazam. Because uh-huh. I honestly, I'd rather see him and Shazam over him and Superman. Right. Because there's more right. of a connection there. And yes. I think much more of a direct connection. Is the wizard in this one as well? Not in the cast list. Not that we've seen, but I think he'd, I think he'd show up. Because I feel like he needs to show up. Yep. Because isn't he a key essential to his backstory as well? Right. Right, supposed so, to be the source of Black Adam's power. So you would think. So for me, like there, and then maybe they have one hidden Justice Society member. Sure. Yeah. Like Wildcat. <laughs> it won't be Wildcat, but you know what I'm saying. There's got to be one other. I don't know. Yeah. If they're gonna do it, it'll be another. Like, yep. hey, I, I agree. Superman cameo at the end, and I would rather see if they're gonna be heavy on one or the other i'd rather see more shazam than superman i would too i think i think honestly superman would be a cameo at the end i think the wizard i think the wizard's got a good chance okay i love it love it anything else you want to hit on with our guy black adam no okay no good things something to look forward to coming out in the coming days i think it's gonna be a fun one i think it'll be dope yeah that'll be great all right it's time for top five gosh we're already there Mm. i feel like we had something else no, it's it's time. Uh, you know, now this would not be the first time I'd led us astray. So, 
If you feel like I've missed something else on my notes, you please let me know. But I think we're, I think it's that time. Believe it or not, time flies when you're having fun, Riles. That's true. It does. It's true. So today's top five is the top five characters who could take down Superman. This is a fun one. Yeah. And I, I was inspired by this by, again, the the premise that, hey, Black Adam in this movie is being presented as a character that is capable of taking down Superman, which the reason that's significant is in the comics, to my knowledge, Black Adam and Superman have never really gone mano a mano, toe-to-toe to see who wins. I know there's a relatively recent comic where Shazam and Superman fight Black don't. Adam, but that was really it. I'm going to say, I feel like Superman's gone at it with Shazam more than he's gone at it with Black right. Adam. Right. So anyway, it just got me thinking like, okay, well, fair enough. If we're, if we're kind of, uh, you know, the comic word be retconning things, that's fine. Let's do an update. But what other characters have we seen that have taken down soups or could have and for some reason held back? So our top five characters yeah. that can take down Superman. So I went off of just pure, hey, I think this guy's got a good shot. Mm-hmm. That's how I did it. So I don't know. Absolutely. If they, Potential counts here. Right. Potential counts. I don't know if they've actually fought or not. Yep. That's that's where I was at. I want to really pre-state that. And also, these are more of my favorites than actual hierarchy. I want to get that out of the way. This I love is that. Not, that's exactly what it should be. This is not exactly a hierarchy of like, okay, well, this guy beat this right. guy. Right, this guy's most likely, and this then, guy's next. And yep. then this guy took this guy, but on this day, three years ago, and he had salt on his steak, just happened to boost him <laughs> up a little bit, and he took him out. It's like, no, no. These are my personal favorites. Mm. Like, if if, here, this is the best way to premise this. If I was going to send somebody to go take out Superman, yep. this is my top five. Love it. Love it. Okay, you go first. Who you oh, got? Boy. Who's no. your number okay. five? Now, also with this list, I tried to be different in every slot. So it gives you a little Love it. something Love different. It. I picked, so many flavors. I picked Firestorm for number five. Nice. Because. Great pull. Thank Great you. pull. Because he can, you know, change He's pretty much a living philosopher's stone. Mm-hmm. So he can mm-hmm. change any rock into kryptonite at any point in given time. Seems like a pretty good attribute to have against uh, against the big guy. Right. And so along with that and just being able to do all of what he does, Firestorm's number yeah, five. exceptionally diverse. I, I love that. I kind of leaned into some comic inspiration for this because in the comics, remember how we talked on our previous pod about how in the X-Men movies, right? Professor Xavier's hyped up as the most powerful mutant, and he's right. always freaking falling out of his wheelchair. Right. Like, he can't stay in the seat. Right. I feel like that happens with Superman in the comics. He gets hyped up as the, well, as the most powerful, unstoppable being, and then he's constantly getting, like, subdued. Not right. officially freaking killed, but just taken out so that the stakes are raised, right? Superman can't come save the day, so now the rest of the Justice League has to find a way to, to scrape on by. So, anywho, that that thought just occurred to me. One of the comics, okay, where are we at here? Earth One. This is a comics run by DC where they did Superman. Let's see, I think they did Batman and Wonder Woman. Green Lantern. Green Lantern as well. So, alternate universe type takes, right, on the characters. And I tried reading the Batman version. Really didn't enjoy it. Like, 
really, really hard dislike on my end for the Batman take. The Superman take, though, I thought was pretty freaking sweet. Like, it examines Superman essentially as a, like, 19-year-old. Okay, so really young Superman. Still trying to learn his way, figure out what he wants to do with his powers. And in this particular issue, I think there were three altogether, at least the three that I own. In this, the second of those three, he goes toe-to-toe with Parasite. And Parasite takes him to task in this comic. Because Parasite's ability, as the name would suggest, is to sap the life force and powers away from whoever it is that he is near or able to physically touch. And he gives Superman one heck of a run for his money and probably should have just freaking killed him in this comic. Didn't pull it off, but he was right there. Parasite's a cool one. Parasite's I, that's good. one I you forget about sometimes. Oh, and absolutely. Like, and like oh, he's, he's so rarely used. And he's such a cool de- he's yeah. he's such a cool Superman villain. I agree. I agree. Great Superman villain. So Parasite, that's my that's my number five. My number four, again, using a little comics inspiration here. No, this is good. All right from there are some good superman comics out there right i understand they get they get a little bit of a uh, a tough tough rap as it were but brainiac okay what's the title of this one i'm sorry i thought i had it queued up this is trouble come on oh it's just titled it's just titled brainiac ha that was easy Brainiac, great freaking villain. Look at him killing this guy right here. That's pretty tough for that dude. Sorry, wire to the brain. He is a terrific Superman villain. Where The reason he's only at number four, though, is while he presents a formidable challenge to Superman and has bottled the city of Kandor, which constantly rubs Superman the wrong way. For some reason, he did not care for that. Brainiac doesn't really want to kill Superman. He wants to collect him. Right, he's this collector of things. He's more interested in knowledge than overall like domination. Right. Right. Whereas your you know dark side wants to destroy, fight, win all these things. Brainiac's more of this really maliciously curious super being. But he's a great villain. So if he wanted to, he really could just just figure it out. Oh, for sure. So there's my guy, Brainiac. At number four for me, I picked Shazam because of the magic aspect, Mm -hmm. and that's a weakness for Superman. Mm -hmm. I think Shazam in his prime, okay, like he's older, he's ready to go. I think Shazam goes toe-to-toe, if not, could take out Superman. No doubt. Love it. Who's your number three? My number three. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I wasn't ready Put you on the, the spot. Put you on the spot. Well, now here we go into a classic, into a guy who has actually done it. I got Doomsday. Come on. Because uh, Doomsday mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. literally invincible, pretty much. Invincible. Invincible, helps. indestructible. Yep. He's killed Superman before. I think he could do it again. He really could. So I think, I think Doomsday. He's like, I, he's created for, for that, pretty much. So, yeah. Pretty effective creation. Oh, for sure. He gets the job done. Yeah. That's really, really solid. I, yeah, my number three, trying to think of what direction I want to go with this. I knew this was going to be a little bit of a game time decision. I think, okay, personal preference, I'm going to stay away from Doomsday for the sake of a little variety. Okay. Here, but he's absolutely a safe and good choice 
because he can he can really do it at a moment's notice. My number three will be Shazam. For all there the you reasons go. you mentioned, he's got that magic ability. And, again, a little comics inspiration. Where are we at? Where are we at? Kingdom Come. Shazam has Superman dead to rights. Dead to rights. In this comic storyline, like he's using the lightning, Superman's at his mercy, and at the last minute, Shazam holds back. It's wild stuff, but he's got Superman toast. And that's a prime Shazam, correct? Yeah. That's like adult Shazam? Yeah. 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 Yep. Full powered, ready to roll. Superman's a little, little gray around the ears, so he's he's not at perhaps the peak of his power, but nonetheless, Shazam could have taken him down right there. Okay, my number two, as far as personal favorites, I got to give it to Lex Luthor. He's really effective at what he does, and again, comics inspiration. All right, a little bit of a theme here, a little bit of a theme here. Also, all star. Excuse me, can't speak. <laughs> All-Star Superman. <laughs> struggling, Struggle busting. Struggling so hard. Struggle Stuff is falling busted. on the floor. Our pets' heads are falling off. All-Star Superman begins with Lex Luthor essentially winning, where he poisons Superman with, get this, the sun, the source of Superman's powers. He overloads Superman's cellular structure with too much exposure to the sun by drawing him out into space too close to the sun. And while Superman does not die immediately, it poisons him. So he's slowly dying throughout the story. Pretty good move. Pretty gnarly move by Lex Luthor. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah, pretty dang impressive. So, Lex, you got the number two spot. For you! Number two. This dude probably could have been number one. Mm -hmm. Probably could have been number zero. But, you know, Dark Side. I don't really think I have to explain Dark Side. Nope. Because it's just dark sides on a whole nother level. Right, right. So. Freak of nature. Yeah. Incredible I, I, stuff. I don't think it's even close. I'm, yeah. Nine times out of ten, dark side's going to win that one. I would agree. Superman's going to have to get pretty lucky to take down old dark side. Right. Yeah. Dark side, yeah, that's. He's there. Yeah. Absolutely. Who's your number one? My number one is going to be a very unique number one. Okay. Dr. Fate. Oh, wow. No, I wasn't going to guess that. Wow. Yeah. Like like I said, uh, Superman's, one of Superman's biggest weaknesses has always been magic. Yep. I think, I don't think anybody's keeping up with Dr. Fate for the most part. Mm-hmm. Literally, if I'm in a, in a like struggle, I don't know why they don't go to Dr. Fate more often. It's true. He's right there. He's very helpful. Yeah. He's very willing. Sure. He has his own realm. Like, it's pretty he's, good. He's probably going to be the reason they beat beat the guy in Black Adam, like, I'm saying Dr. Fate. I think, yeah. I think if anybody can slow down anyone, like, I'm going to pick Dr. Fate every you time. You bet. You bet. Love that. My number one, comics inspiration. Love your number one, by the way. Love it. Thank you. My number one is Batman. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Specifically from The Dark Knight Returns, where old Bruce Wayne suits up take superman down again has him dead to rights has him right there and lets him live but he did it he took him down the mere man the mere mortal himself freaking batman just one of the one of the coolest coolest scenes ever in all of comics bruce wayne has him right 
underneath his boot heel. And then he pulls back the boot. But he just wanted Superman to know that he could be defeated by a mere man. Good move. Good on you. Did you have uh, did you have anybody like that didn't make the list but you thought about? Sure. A little honorable mention. You know, something that occurred to me was, shouldn't Green Lantern be able to take down Superman? Like, shouldn't that be? It's like, okay, A, you're green. Kryptonite is green. Surely we can find a connection here. Right. But I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think it's ever been attempted in the comics. I feel like Hal Jordan, top, like, I mean, not 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 counting him fused with Parallax, yeah. I mean, if he was yep. fused with I might take Hal Jordan anyways. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Hal Jordan, like prime, like max willpower. Yep. I don't see why. I would could. think a Green Lantern could take Superman down. I really would. You, you think you would think so because yep. it just comes down to will. Yep. Martian Manhunters on that list oh. as well of honorable mentions. So that's what I thought your no! number. That's what I thought your number one was going to be when you went with Doctor Fate. I was pleasantly surprised. But I think Martian Manhunter could so easily, like he's capable, right? So if this is just a list of, hey, if we were ranking who is most capable, Martian Manhunter is on that list. But this was just personal preference. I can tell you're devastated right I'm now. Not, I told you. when we do There's always one. Lives, there's there's always, always one. one. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't. It's okay. He forgives you. You know what's even like more messed up? Like the only person that I was thinking about putting on this list, because mm-hmm. I, you know, I thought about Lex, I thought about Bruce, and there's been so many times where Batman was like, "Dude, Superman would wreck me." <laughs> He's like, "Wouldn't even be close." Like if he wanted to, he could kill me, but he never will, and that's why I have an edge is because I'm willing to yep. like yep. go the extra mile. Right. I was thinking Wonder Woman. I think it's a great pull as well. I think Wonder Woman absolutely could honestly yes, especially when it comes to just combat. Yep. Like I think I think she right. She has the physical she, profile. She has the the magical ability. Right. Yep. She ha- and she has the will to do it. Right. And she's not afraid to kill. Nope. And yeah, like Superman, he's not a martial artist, dude. No. Like no. Her combat experience and just. Mm-hmm. Battle, mm-hmm. battle yep. mind. I think Wonder Woman could probably take him too. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good candidates, and I think it's just it's a fun discussion because it's more of hey, who would you who would you prefer? Who would you want to put them up toe to toe? Or in you know in my case, I'm just kind of listening off hey, who I've enjoyed reading about the most taking him down. So great topic, another fun filled top five. Absolutely, absolutely love it. I'm so mad at myself. That's okay. Forgive it yourself. Happens, it does happen every time we do one of these. I know. Things. And it's part of what I enjoy about it, quite honestly. So it gives me it gives me a lot of a lot of joy. A lot of pleasure. Riles, that's another outstanding, outstanding so. episode. Is there anything else you want to say to the good people before we before we cut them loose? I think well, we can kind of tease the next one. Sure. We're, I think we're gonna cover a Black Panther trailer. You bet. It's, it's probably gonna be about time for Black Panther predictions by the time we pot again. Right. We're gonna be real close. Oh my gosh, it's true. Woo. And we're gonna have we're gonna go all in on She Hulk. Yes. Because I'm going to watch that it. over the next two weeks. You got it. You can do it. So get ready for that. And then uh, yeah, we'll go from there. A lot of great things. A lot of great things. Absolutely love it. Something to look forward to. So as always, if you like listening to us, go follow us on YouTube at JP and the Beans Talk. Uh, follow us on TikTok, Magic Beans Productions. 
Um, if you like listening to me and mm-hmm. you want me to like cut loose a little bit more, you bet. Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Beans is the place to go. I think that's it. That's it. That's all. All right. Love on, it. On that note, Godspeed. Peace.